Oh. <laughs> People of the world, hello and welcome to Marketing as Foreign Language. That right there is the outro screen, which we will figure out in the future. But fear not, for you will be able to see me in five, four, three, two. Hey, how's it going? Uh, did you know that drag and drop is coming to WordPress? This is a big deal, obviously, for all of the entrepreneurs that are trying not to spend over $3,000 on a website. Now, there will always be issues with WordPress that make it tricky, but the drag and drop functionality is a pretty big deal. Facebook apologizing for Ho error. Apparently there's a uh, city called Ho in England and uh, they censored that. Analysts predict blowout gains for social media in Q4. It's gonna be hard to beat what Bitcoin did recently, but we will see why they feel that way about social media at the end of this particular year. Twitter acquires a newsletter platform called Review. It feels like they are consistently grasping at straws, but we'll see exactly what happens there. YouTube saying that they paid $30 billion to creators, obviously the top 1% with the vast majority of that money, as is the bell curve. But uh, interesting and motivating stuff there. Google using artificial intelligence to plan electric car trips because charging is still a nightmare all of that and more on the show today who doesn't love an intro am i right if anyone's wondering if we're live oh yes we're very live. 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time every single Monday through Friday. Drag and drop coming to WordPress. This from techradar.com. You'll soon be able to create websites with drag and drop in WordPress. It looks like WordPress users may soon be able to create and edit websites using simple drag and drop approach. After reports of an ambitious full site editing plan came to light, looking at the roadmap for the rest of 2021, it appears that WordPress's core Contributors are working hard on launching full site editing within the Gutenberg plugin by April. Josefa Hayden Champosi, executive director of WordPress, has stated that full site editing would deliver, quote, the ability to edit all elements of a site using Gutenberg blocks. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are thinking about developing your own WordPress website, you may want to remember the Gutenberg plugin shooting for April. Now, um, one of the things that continuously happens in the world of web design is um, folks will give it the good old college try, and many folks are able to knock it out. It's become much, much easier. Um, but when it comes to certain functionality on websites, I've learned over the years that having a web developer is crucially important. Now, that isn't to say that you can't create a blog website. You absolutely can. But uh, it can get tricky. Hacking is an issue. Um, and I'm not just saying this because we sell websites. I've just seen time and time again where we will go into a client's website after they've developed it themselves and they'll say, oh, here's this issue, here's that issue. Um, and it just goes to experience. So full power to you if you want to de develop your own website. I think it's only going to get easier. And I do think um, by and large over time, um, most web developers are going to start gravitating towards e-commerce and to more complex websites. Um, that being said, um, the professional ability 
um, of specifically Todd Freno on our team is just impressive. Um, the stuff that that guy can do is, uh, for lack of a better word, stunning. So very proud of his design. The other thing, too, um, with uh, designing a website is if you've designed a 100 of them, you do come up with this sort of artistic flair um, and ability to see colors, to understand palette and that sort of thing. And I feel like that's underrepresented um, in the developer tool set or in our understanding of a WordPress designer um, because typically they just look like coders and we go, ah, make it work. I can make it look pretty. Um, but when it comes to actually converting on a website, that's when you want your developer to be working with a marketing team that knows what they're doing to have appropriate call to actions, uh, calls to action, um, and a site that no matter where the client goes, they're constantly being directed towards the end result, whether that's downloading an ebook, getting an email, selling, calling, chat form, whatever that happens to be. But that being said, I am always happy to see when people have the ability to create their own websites. I feel as though you should if you are limited with your budget. Facebook apologizing for a hoe error. This from bbc.com News in England. Facebook has apologized for removing posts that named part of a city deemed to contain a offensive word. Plymouth Hoe is a historic part of the Devon City seafront, but the social media platform wrongly identified it as an offensive term. Facebook users have recently had posts taken down for breaching bullying rules after innocently using the place name. So this is the problem with uh, policing um, in general, which is uh, you're going to get it wrong sometimes. My question isn't really, okay, I get why Facebook made this mistake. It's a, it's, it's obvious why they did it. Um, but you've got to wonder how many times does Facebook step in, um, in an authoritative way and nobody realizes it or nobody reports it. Um, and there are issues, um, ongoing issues or people will get banned from the platform. They don't know why and they're coming back. So while this is, you know, fairly obvious, um, I believe that there are many more hidden issues that Facebook is having. And those are probably the real story. The company said it would, quote, take steps to rectify the error. Analysts predict blowout gains for social media Q4. This from CNBC.com. Tech companies with big digital ad businesses look poised to report exceptional fourth quarters on the back of stay-at-home holiday shopping season and continuing ad rebound from the beginning of the pandemic. Facebook will be the first of the ad-supported internet companies to report earnings on Wednesday. Ah, so I misunderstood this earlier. It's Q4 last year, obviously. So they're going to report earnings on Wednesday, while Alphabet's Google, Snap, Pinterest, Twitter, and Amazon will follow in the coming weeks. Quote, the setup couldn't be any better for the digital ad names, Bernstein analysts wrote in a note last week, citing factors such as online holiday shopping season with stores closed and an extended holiday season after Amazon kicked off deals in October with Prime Day. So it would seem as though the government stimulus uh, to a certain effect, incredibly low interest rates for homes, has resulted in at least a sizable I don't know if it's a majority of the population um, able to still shop, order, do what they do online. And uh, the net result of that is probably going to be a, a fairly massive um, Q4 profit for the likes of the, the behemoths in the industry. Not particularly shopping, uh, shopping, shocking, 
Um, I personally have not been to Walmart or Target or those sorts of stores nearly as frequently. Um, I definitely am on the Bezos train in regards to buying many of the things from Amazon. I know that they have a number of issues with the company, um, how they treat their employees, et cetera. But I am definitely um, one of their customers, as are obviously many, many other people. Um, so when it comes to whether or not Q1, Q2, Q3, I don't know, I'm bullish on all of these platforms, um, with the exception of Twitter. I think Twitter is hurting a bit, but uh, Google killing it, Amazon killing it, um, Pinterest, yep, Snapchat, yep. Back to the article, quote, um, expect many of the digital ad names to print record revenues. Barclays analysts added last week that checks pointed to continued acceleration in the fourth quarter across the digital ad space. Quote, through sectors like travel, concerts, and movies, excuse me, though sectors like travel, concerts, and movies are still impacted by COVID, demand remains strong, they wrote. Barclays analysts said they're expecting a 10-point beat for Snap and Pinterest and smaller beats for Google, Facebook, and Twitter. So not coming as a surprise to anyone that uh, major gains um, for those platforms. This reminds me of just the general evolution that we're experiencing this um, huge cultural change that I do not see um, going anywhere. Less cars on the road, way more online shopping, way more online meetings, hopefully much more autonomy for employees. Um, Is it time to purchase Facebook stock, Google stock? I'll leave that up to you. Um, But uh, I cannot imagine a world where where revenue for... um, for these major retailers or their competitors. So let's say something happens to Amazon and that that vacuum is so strong that many, many, many competitors will happily take that space. Um, so there you have it. We are in the new world. 2021, here we go. Twitter acquires newsletter platform review. TechCrunch.com writes, the social media company is announcing that it has required acquired review, a Dutch startup that allows users to publish and monetize email newsletters. Interesting. While review hasn't driven the same wave of, quote, is this the future of media? Think pieces as Substack, which I'm unfamiliar with. It counts major publishers like Vox Media and The Markup as customers. Newsletters aren't the most obvious fit for Twitter's platform. I would agree with that. But in a blog post, product lead Kayvon Bakepore and VP of Publisher Products Mike Park suggested that this is a new way for Twitter to serve writers and publishers who have built a following with their tweets. Okay, so is the idea that Twitter users can now send newsletters and monetize? Okay, so this to me might actually work. Twitter, that I've been criticizing, who I've been criticizing for many months now, I don't see their path to a subscription model that makes any sense, is now perhaps offering a means through which they, those being uh, the Twitter users with big followings, can send newsletters. Is it email? It is. So there would be a connection to the email. And email marketing, believe it or not, is still very relevant in 2021. We spend our lives on email, or at least I do. So there you have an interesting approach by Twitter. Quote, our goal is to make it easy 
for them to connect with all their subscribers while also helping readers better discover writers and their content. Quote, we're imagining a lot of ways to do this, from allowing people to sign up for newsletters from their favorite follows on Twitter to new settings for writers to host conversations with their subscribers. Interesting. So if you could send, let's say, an email to all of your Twitter subscribers, you know, 20,000 of them, and you say, hey, we're going to have this Zoom meeting, or we're going to do this webinar, or we're going to do X on X day. Is it different than sending the tweet? Yeah, because if even if 20% of it goes to junk, um, you're still hitting a decent, what is that, 16,000 people, whatever the math is on that. Um, and you end up with 400 people in the room or whatever, you know, it's just classic email marketing. So back to the article, they also suggested that this will give writers additional ways to make money. Review already supports paid subscriptions. Yeah. So this, this kind of, um, it doesn't make you addicted to Twitter, but it definitely gets you back there. Um, as someone who uses the platform, it gives you an incentive to grow it. And then I'm not sure exactly how you monetize an email. Well, I know how you monetize an email list. I'm just wondering how you monetize these email newsletters from review. Maybe they put ads on them. That would be my assumption. Interesting stuff from Twitter. YouTube saying that they've paid $30 billion to creators. YouTube has paid creators, according to businessinsider.com, artists and media organizations, more than 30 billion bucks in the last three years. CEO Susan, I should know how to pronounce her last name, uh, Wakiki, perhaps, announced in a Tuesday newsletter. In the letter, she highlighted an Oxford economics report saying the video hosting service contributed around $16 billion to the U.S. GDP in 2019, while supporting the equivalent of 345,000 jobs. She noted that the Google-owned company still has room to improve in communicating its new policy guidelines, especially when it concerns strikes affecting advertising dollars. I've heard a lot about this um, from major uh, YouTubers. Steven Crowder, for, for example, is constantly talking about this. Um, he obviously pushes the envelope. Uh, she said, with YouTube operating at the scale that it does, it's difficult for creators to keep up with changing community guidelines. She cited one example from a creator, Charlie White, from the channel Penguins Zero, who was given a strike for an older video due to a new policy, which is frustrating. Quote, we take these issues seriously and we're making changes to help creators. So um, I often refer to Zuckerberg's last name as a verb. If you are being Zuckerberged, you're, what you're doing is you're creating content um, for a platform and they are making money hand over fist. And the reality, I think, is that it's unavoidable at this point um, for most businesses. Here I am on YouTube. I can't criticize YouTube um, because they're making money off of the folks watching this who are then served ads. I'm not making any money. Now, some of these folks um, are uh, obviously killing it um, on YouTube. And so more power to them. Um, obviously, I believe in a competitive marketplace. I don't really see competition, um, but uh, I do believe the government is fighting these battles. I've read countless um, lawsuit-related arguments, or rather articles, um, online and on this show um, about our current uh, representatives going after Alphabet, YouTube, and Google, specifically Facebook for sure. Uh, we'll see what kind of headway they make. And then the other argument is, look, um, even if YouTube did get broken up, is that really in the best interest of the creators? I'm not sure at this point. Um, I don't really know what a Vimeo or another YouTube-like platform would offer if they would offer better compensation if, if the limited 
number of users um, would make up even for an increased spend. Um, I just don't know. So YouTube saying they paid $30 billion to creators. Well, good. Uh, good for them. They're clearly dominant in the space. And uh, for my entrepreneurs out there listening, um, YouTube is almost a prerequisite for SEO in 2021. Uh, I know a number of people that would disagree with that. But again, every word that I'm saying right now, auto captions. And so this is a very, very long blog post, um, if you want to think of it that way. And then obviously, uh, time on site increases with video. Um, the people chatting, the people leaving comments. You can leave a link in the description of the YouTube video. It's just, it's just a no-brainer for SEO in 2021. Last article of the day, Google using artificial intelligence to plan electric car trips because charging is still a nightmare. Google announced today a new feature for electric vehicle owners that uses artificial intelligence, according to TheVerge.com, to sort through thousands of public charging stations while finding the best route. Uh, one of my best friends in the world, Dr. Andreas Stefik, has a Tesla, and they figured it out. They, they go to Washington and back uh, using charging stations. Um, I think it's obviously uh, important where you go, you know, from Florida to Washington State, for example, would probably be quite painful. The level of technology needed to make this type of route planning functional is a pretty clear indication of what an unholy mess EV charging in America is today. In a blog post published Wednesday, Google acknowledges that route planning in an EV can be like solving a puzzle, which is an overly polite way of saying it, with EV owners needing to find the right charging station within range that also has the specific type of plug. Oof. See, that is something I didn't realize was an issue. I obviously don't own a Tesla. The new feature will only work with electric vehicles with Google's native Android automotive system. Autom automotive, excuse me system installed as their primary operating system. Right now, the only two models with Android Automotive are the Polster 2 and Volvo XC40 Recharge, but Google says more are on the way. So this obviously is a, is a huge deal um, that we are going to solve. We're going to have many, many, many more electric cars on the highways. We are going to drop global uh, gas emissions. I'm hopeful that we'll be able to do it in time to avoid uh, massive uh, climate change, um, but that's just me. Ladies and gentlemen, marketing is a foreign language every single day, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I have not been doing a good job of uh, also explaining Send It Rising and what we do. Um, so if you or you know someone who is looking for blogging services, who wants to rank better in Google, um, that's search engine optimization, obviously who wants help with their WordPress website, either fixing a current one, securing a current one, uh, maintaining a current one or building a new one. That's all us. Um, our Google ads team is incredible. Uh, we uh, use something called call rail. So at the end of every month, we can tell you whether or not uh, you're getting phone calls, how long they're lasting. And we can even give you recordings of those phone calls, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, uh, social media, graphic design, all that and more from the most incredible team of human beings that I have had the pleasure of working with. If you want to send us an email, info, info at senditrising.com, we'll get that done. And obviously, this show is available on YouTube, my personal uh, LinkedIn page, Facebook, um, Send It Rising account, which I would love if you would hit the like button there. That would be very helpful. Leave a comment, chat in the chat box, join us for the live show if you can. 
let's summarize drag and drop coming to WordPress. Um, a lot more folks are going to be able to get into WordPress that haven't been able to before. A lot of people are terrified of HTML. They're terrified of going into the back end of a of website. This makes it even easier to do that. We highly recommend WordPress um, because it evolves alongside uh, technological gains through themes and plugins. Facebook apologizing for this error. Yes, they're going to make a bunch of mistakes. This is the nature of things. Analysts predict blowout gains for social media Q4. I would have to agree with that. Um, something tells me that uh, they made money hand over fist um, during the pandemic. Twitter acquiring newsletter platform review. I'm usually pretty negative about Twitter, but this might actually be an interesting way for them to get uh, users to, subs not to subscribe, but um, popular Twitter users to spend to be able to do this. So they're finding ways to monetize. YouTube says they paid $30 billion to creators. Good for them. Google using AI to plan electric car trips because charging still a nightmare. Welcome to the future. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show for today. Thank you for swinging on by. Esther, thanks for your chats as always. And uh, we will see you for tomorrow's show. Same time, same place. And uh, maybe I can find the outro. <laughs>